All right. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Soul Purpose, episode two. It took almost a year, but you know what? It's okay because I was going through it. I think um, the second surge of COVID made me really tired and being a nurse became a nightmare for me. A low key on the down low. It still kind of is, but um, let's talk about it, shall we? So thank you, beautiful friends, for tuning in. Sorry it took so long. Um, and now please enjoy the satire that I'm about to make about my suffering. Thank you. Yeah, so you know, it's pretty crazy that I can get a hobby and buy all this equipment for it. And then, you know, motivate myself, make an account, make it, you know, my whole personality. And then, you know, all of a sudden something happens and I say, oh, yeah, I think I'm good. You know, I'll just uh, pick it up later on. And then that later on becomes like eight to nine months. Um, so, yeah, what's been happening with me? I think I, I got lost in the sauce. What can I say? There was too much things that were putting pressure on me and that thing was myself plot twist isn't that crazy so I was obviously you know so structured and organized for my first podcast and you know what I loved it I loved the planning of it and then when I was starting to plan episode two I was like okay you know you know, people, people like the first episode. What's up? What am I going to do now? Um, and then in the midst of brainstorming, I started uh, another job. Uh, I quit my job that was in Arcadia. So from Santa Clarita to Arcadia, I was driving about 40 miles, three days a week. And that added about like going to work like 40 minutes and coming back 40 to an hour and then if it rained and there was an accident it would take about an hour and a half that's so wonderful but um yeah it was really hard I you know as a new grad nurse it usually takes about working in the year in a hospital to kind of lose that status but even when you lose the status of being a new grad nurse um the shits that you get from being a new nurse, they stay there. They stay there and they rot in your body. But, you know, nursing, um, it's not as demonic or sinister as I'm painting it. But I think whatever I take home from work has been making me very clinically depressed and I refuse to go to my doctor and admit that it's been really hard for me because I refuse to see a psychiatrist. I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna buy this pretty rock and I'm gonna sniff this lavender and I'm gonna get my shit together and I'm gonna do it. And then while I was trying to do that, I lost my marbles slowly and I think they're rolling on the floor right now. I can kind of see them waving by. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, um, I forgot that I wanted to make the show just to talk to my friends, you know, my faithful five listeners. I love you. And shout out to you. I know who you are. You're probably going to text me about this episode saying you love it. And you know what? You're a real one. Um, and yeah, it's just been really hard for me this year, even though this is kind of like, the most 
profitable year for me and I'm taking so many new steps this year. Spoiler, I'm going to I'm going to keep it a secret until now. I think maybe in like 3 days y'all are going to find out what's going to go on, but um lots of stuff is happening for me this year and overall like looking at the big picture, I should be really really happy, you know me and Jordan, really stable, you know, we're always having a good time together, we don't, we don't fight about anything, me and my parents' relationship, you know, we're pretty solid, um, me and my sister, we're, you know, having a good time around each other, and I'm making lots of money with this travel nursing job, but I'm very unhappy on the inside, and that makes me upset, because for, all the tools that I've tried to obtain by reading self-help books and, you know, watching videos and trying to work on myself, journal, like, just, like, look down deep at, like, what my core issues are and how I'm supposed to deal with it. I just basically turned into somebody who was self-aware about me spiraling down, but because of the, you know, the actual symptoms of depression, I I wasn't doing anything about it. I was just, I was just, you know, in bed, not really showering every day, not really feeding myself, not drinking water, not working out. All I was doing was doing negative self-talk because I was like, you know what, you know, you can do better than this. You should journal, you know, you should read, you should go to the gym. Um, so that, that kind of self-talk, even though it's saying to do things that will overall kind of help me out. They were making me feel worse. So it was kind of a paradox I was going through and still am going through. Um, and the thing is, is like, you know, depression is an isolating feeling. So even though there's people around me who love and support me and they're just, you know, one text or one call away, everybody feels like they're across the ocean from me and I can't get a hold of them because I feel like I don't have the self-worth to reach out. And, you know, that's really tough. And I try my best, but it is what it is, I guess. And so, you know, the main purpose of why I wanted to do this podcast is because, you know, sole purpose, what does that mean to me? What is, what is my sole purpose? And it's basically just to, you know, the pursuit of happiness and inner peace. I feel like these past couple of months, all I've been wanting and wishing for is inner peace. And the harder I wish for it, the more it escapes me. And it's so frustrating. Um, yeah, that's, that's basically been my story. Um, and something, uh, some things that I've been trying to help myself to get over it is to list what I'm excited for and what I'm grateful for. And I feel like those two things kind of like help me out in the, in the littlest bit. Um, like I, I just feel like I really need to hone in and put on my big girl pants and one, not be so hard on myself, and two, 
you know, stop listening to these little worms in my head that have been poisoning my experience for the past year and a half. Um, and one thing that I feel like I want to talk about more often, but it feels kind of like taboo because of the career is that nursing is really hard for me. Um, and I don't like to admit that, but you know, Overall, you know, my patients usually say they're pretty satisfied and say I do a good job. And, you know, so do my coworkers. They say I'm like really good at helping out and being, you know, a team player. But then on the inside, I'm always stressed. I'm always trying to people please. And nursing and being a people pleaser is so tiring. I'm always trying to do my best to kind of impress people and like follow the policies but sometimes you know in the hospital there's too many cogs and wheels going around that even if I try my best sometimes you know the patient doesn't get discharged when they want to get discharged sometimes they aren't able to do a diagnostic test that will help them you know feel better or you know eventually get discharged because the ultimate goal is people want to get out of the hospital that place is like a hellhole to stay in and I'm not even going to joke because there's too much work that they make the nurses and the charge nurses and the CNAs and the nursing supervisors there's too much work that they make us do that doesn't have to do with actual patient care there's the charting the staffing having to, you know, follow policies that take up time and all of these things that we have to do, the patient is like, why aren't you in my room? Why aren't you taking care of me? And it's not like I can say, oh, you know, I, I have to chart by a certain time. So I, I can't, you know, go in the call light, like answer your call light in like your 10 minutes span of waiting, you know, and it's just a constant back and forth of me trying to like put out a fire here while trying to impress this person and, you know, make them acknowledge them and make them feel like they're being taken care of. And then like I'm answering phone calls in the middle of like a, a conversation when we're talking about like a long term prognosis that's going to, you know, end up being kind of critical for them. And I don't know, it's just I don't like it the hospital that it just is turned into a machine that I don't like because it pumps patients in the emergency room gets full the people in the emergency room I've had a patient wait down there for a day to get a room on the floor and then once they do get to the floor like they have their nurse for like a day um, sometimes they have to wait like a whole other day for a diagnostic test that is just like one thing they're waiting for to go home to make sure they're okay and the whole time they're waiting you know they're when I'm not in their room, they're just waiting for me to come back to tell them what's up with their situation. And when they do ask if I have an update, sometimes I forget because, you know, I'm getting pulled every direction and it's just, just too much, too much stim, man. Like I can't handle it. And I feel like this, this past six months that I've been doing my travel assignment has really stressed me out because, um, it's isolating being a nurse. I feel like, at certain at places, at other places, you know, I do acknowledge that probably the teamwork is great and, you know, everybody likes to collaborate and, you know, the team is really looking out for each other. But as a travel nurse, you're kind of like the black sheep. There's always a stigma that's going around, either be it positive or negative. Any kind of stigma has like a negative kind of flash on it. But, you know, 
there's always people making comments about like money that I make and you know if they see I'm sitting down they like will kind of indicate that I'm just like sitting there and getting so much money like I'm not working just as hard as them and there's some bullying and it kind of sucks because I'm just like we're both nurses like even though I am a travel nurse technically you know quote unquote at the hospital it doesn't mean that I'm such a different person that I need to be treated like I'm I don't know they just the amount of bullying that goes on in the hospital and passive aggressiveness is just too much for my weak soul and I can't handle it but you know that's that's my my rant on on nursing for me and the thing is is like as much as I don't like to say my work is such a huge part of me it I feel like it really has contributed to my overall unhappiness and I hate to say that because as a nurse um People always say it takes a special person to be a nurse and I acknowledge that and it really does because I do see people who have a passion for the bedside and they put their all into it and they still go home satisfied and happy and I really wish I could be that person because it would make it so much easier but I don't know just the fact that I don't I I do enjoy to take care of my patients and I get a lot of of satisfaction, you know, when they when they tell me that I've made their their stay better. Um, But it it just takes too much out of me that all my days off, like I, I can't even take care of myself anymore. I don't have the energy to sacrifice to take care of myself. I stopped working out. You know, I stopped talking to people. I stopped, you know going out unless it's with Jordan and that's like another thing I become like the person who only talks to my family and my boyfriend and yeah it's kind of bummed me out so you know I don't think it should be taboo for nurses to talk shit about their job because even though you're taking care of patients the patients can be mean as well they can bully me too I had a patient who was so rude, um, you know, please and thank you, it's manners, it's not too much to ask for, even if you're sick, um, and the way they ask it is like another thing, you know, there's a difference in going to the hospital and being grateful for your care versus going to the hospital and treating the nurse like she's a maid, you know, get me a sandwich, I'm hungry, um, I'm dirty, clean me up. But at the same time, it just feels wrong, right? Because, you know, the patient is sick, they're vulnerable, vulnerable, they aren't feeling well, and so they're probably not in the headspace to be nice to people. But at the same time, nurses should just take it. it it's confusing to me because it's verbal abuse and sometimes physical abuse, you know? We can't really refuse care to patients um, all the time. And... We just have to take, you know, a confused patient who calls me slurs and tries to punch me every time I try to give them medicine or clean up their poopy butt. Like, it just sucks. I had a patient who was really rude to me. He had a stroke, so his left side was paralyzed, but his right side was still functional. Um, And then he would make me feed, feed him because he, you know, couldn't use his left side, which is understandable. I had to go take a call 
because you know calls in the hospital just back to back it's always like a constant thing I hear that phone in my sleep and when I shower and I took a call I came back in like 10 minutes and then he said so you're servicing the phone and not me and I don't how am I gonna respond to that bitch whatever okay that you're paralyzed you're mean you're a fucking bully um and then he had a condom catheter so it's external it's literally just a condom it's attached to a tube that goes into a bag and he just pees in it because you know incontinence or you know not being able to control your bladder um is to avoid his skin from getting worse because he already had an ulcer like a pressure ulcer or a wound on his back and what this guy did is he took off his condom catheter in front of me and told me I need to reapply it. So I was like, okay, I'll, I got to do it. What am I going to do? Let his skin get worse and then get like charged with neglect? I can't do that. I have to take care of him, right? And then I go to put the condom catheter back on, you know, after I got all the supplies and stuff. And this guy had a freaking boner. Like, it's like not okay. And I still had to do it. And it's just like, it's so wrong. And I don't know. I always say like, it's not normal for a 24 year old to have a job like this because I feel so like, I feel so tired and I miss the energy that I used to have. And I feel like I don't, I don't have the lust for life anymore, you know? And, um, it makes me sad, but, mm. The goal right now is just to get out of bedside, you know? It's too much for me, and I'm not, um, I'm strong enough to admit that, you know what, bedside is nice, and it, it does have an impact on who I've become now, but bedside has been abusing the fuck out of me, and I'm fucking done. <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired, like, it, I feel like I don't get treated like a human when I work in a hospital. I'm like a warm body to fill the chair, to take care of the patients. You know, if the patients are mean, I got to deal with it for the next 12 hours and then, you know, move on. And if I'm working the next day, you know, put in my work and then leave. But, you know, when when stuff happens like that at work, I take it home. I drive home. I think about it. I'm showering. I'm thinking about it. And then if I'm not distracted by like a show or hanging out with my boyfriend, like I'm sitting there thinking about it and I journal about it and I'm still thinking about it. It's always like this constant dread looming over my head. And I don't think this is normal for a job to do that. Despite it being a job taking care of people, it has like pushed me to a point where I don't even want to take care of myself. And... That needs to change for sure. And it's been a huge weight on my shoulders because I'm just like, what kind of person, you know, hates taking care of people? What kind of person doesn't want to work hard and have a fulfilling job? I don't want to work anymore. I've, I feel like I've worked 50 years already. And then, you know, when I tell other bedside nurses who, you know, kudos for being to on the bedside for like five years plus, three years plus, even 15 years plus, some of those nurses there, I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I don't know how you guys did that, but one of the nurses made a good point that bedside nursing and working in the hospital as a nurse is not the same 
as it was before COVID and even in the recent years with like short staffing being the new norm and you know people having to take on two or three roles in the hospital to make make up for the short staffing and because the hospital can see that a a hospital can function with less staff and it's cheaper that's just like a money grab I don't respect I don't fuck with that I enjoyed nursing school to take care of people and have the knowledge to educate people to stay out of the hospital because after I graduated I was I was fighting to get into a hospital and I enjoyed my time in Arcadia and now at this travel assignment I'm fighting to get out and I know there's other hospitals that I could go to to explore and test out but I don't think I have it in me to do it anymore I need to get out and I need to see if it'll help me out because I'm tripping man this is not me and I feel like nursing has changed me in a lot of ways some that I really appreciate like my initiative my way of explaining things uh, my way of thinking and rationale but it also changed me in ways that I don't like which is you know you know taking the verbal abuse taking the the physical abuse on my body you know signing that waiver that says yeah I won't take my 15 minute break but do I really have a say? And if I can not sign it, not really. So that's just that. And I feel like I've really avoided talking about nursing because I think about it all the time and I just get so drained whenever I think about it that when I actually have to talk about it, I'm again talking about it in a negative context. And I know that your mind creates your reality, but I'm just stuck in this loop where I can't get out of this way of thinking towards nursing. And it's really killing the spark that I have. And that's that. So I don't want to scare anybody trying to pursue nursing because I know there are people out there trying to pursue it, but it's really hard on me. And that's my personal experience with it. And that's what I wanted to get out. And what's crazy is that that stuff is so heavy. It's not even funny. And, you know, carrying that around, it just wears me down. And I definitely don't feel like the person I was before. I feel like, you know, being social takes so much out of me. Trying to go out to the store or like go out to eat by myself, which I used to do often. It just seems like such a chore to me now. And I'm always like second guessing my decisions. And, you know, I don't have um, any self-esteem or faith left in myself. And I don't like that about me anymore. And I'm really trying to work on it and trying to get better. Um, And it's the good fight, you know, but it's a hard fight. And... On some days, you know, the will to fight's not there. And that's just, you know, that's just, it is what it is for now until I can, you know, build up the courage to get myself up out of this loop and change my way of thinking and try to get to a better headspace where I can be better. And I know I can achieve it and stuff like that. And I know it's going to take time. So I just got to be gentle with myself and, you know, with the people around me and not let it make me too too cold to the world you know I can't be the ice queen I don't think that look 
is you know too too cool on me because I talk too much um but I missed you guys and you know I gotta be back now because you know I'm paying like a monthly subscription to keep these uh on Spotify so now I'm kind of accountable to kind of uh keep these keep these coming so the frequency I'm not making any promises bitch I'm not making any promises but I'll be back who knows when that'll be but it'll be more frequent than before and as far as topics um yeah if you want to let me know what you want me to talk about I'll talk about it or um I'll just ignore it and then I'll make notes throughout the week and if I want to talk about something I'm going to talk about it all right um I think that was a pretty heavy coming back episode but at the same time that's what I've been carrying around and that's the kind of person I've been recently so you know can't really hide it can't really do anything about it can just sprinkle some funny comments here and there but you know I'm fighting the good fight guys I'm trying I'm trying um so you know thanks for tuning in um glad that you came back to listen to me talk about all my my vices versus all that yada yada crap but I really appreciate the time you took to listen and um I'll say my song that can probably wrap up like this whole experience that I've been feeling is Harbor by Claro Pay attention to the lyrics. Feel sad for me. Wah, wah, wah. Um, but the Sling album, that was definitely something that's been my comfort listen throughout this whole year. And then I saw Claro in concert and I squirted my pants. And um, she's a fellow Leo and I really respect her hair. And she's a really cool person. And I love her lyricism and Sling. So please give Sling a listen as well as Harbor and Management. Those have been my two simp songs that I have been feeling sorry for myself too. And um, that's about it. So thank you again and I'll see you in the next one.